Do you want to lose weight and get healthy, but you're struggling with the motivation? Do you tend to put yourself on the back burner? Are you feeling stressed and making no time for yourself? Well, on this episode today, I live coach Maya. She's a busy mom of two. She's working from home and she's not making time for herself and she's stuck in these bad habits and she doesn't know how to get out of them. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And as I'm talking to her, this is what health coaching is about, having a conversation and getting you unstuck. So if you want a budget-friendly way to get in shape and to get live coaching weekly, then I encourage you to join my Healthy for Life membership. It's complete with full workout programs like my 35 days of yoga, my four-week Fit Fusion, and so much more. Plus, you get access to my nutrition course where you learn what is actually healthy so you are no longer confused. Plus, you get these weekly group health and coaching calls where I can coach you live and you can figure out what that next step is and hold yourself accountable each week. And as a special bonus to my podcast listeners here, you can save 50% off your first month. Just use the coupon code podcast and you'll get half off that first month so you can start getting healthy today. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Maya, I'm so excited to talk with you today about your health. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in your health, maybe what struggles you're having. Sure. So I feel like I guess for a lar- large portion of my life, I've kind of always struggled with weight in a sense. I've always been like overweight, but st- I've always been active. I think the last three years, well, four years, I've had two kids. I have a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. And honestly, during my pregnancies, I've always, I just tend to lose a lot of weight or gain like zero weight. You know, with my daughter, my oldest, I gained 10 pounds for the whole pregnancy. And when she delivered, I weighed like a lot less than what I did before pregnancy. But during the postpartum period is when I pick up a lot of weight. I'm still breastfeeding. And so I've noticed that with my first pregnancy and I was like, all right, when you get pregnant again, let's just not do that again. But I, it happened. I had my son 18 months ago, gained zero weight with him. And when I, at the end of my pregnancy, I was like 20 pounds lighter than what I was before pregnancy, which is great. But now I've gained all 20 back and I just can't seem to get it all. I'm also just not as active as I was before. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what changes in this postpartum period for you. And so you mentioned not being active. What else do you think is different? I'm definitely just more stressed. And, you know, I thought I had no time for myself before. I definitely don't remember myself now. Like even now, like I haven't eaten dinner yet. It's It's 1030 at night here. So when you're stressed, which is common with little kids, especially having little ones, and you're not making time for yourself, 
What does that look like? So if you're skipping meals, what does it look like if you skip a meal? Like, do you tend to overeat later? Do you grab more of the sweets? All of the above. I also, to, I guess to add on to that, I have now a job where I, I work full time, but it's a work from home job. I sit for hours. There will be days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't even gotten up to go to the bathroom. It's been eight hours. I've not moved from here. And so I think that too. And what I find that I end up doing is a lot of snacking during those eight hours. Yeah. And like late at night, which is like my only alone time I find after the kids go to sleep and before I completely just pass out, that I'm grabbing sweets and things like that, that I like, okay, this is not ideal. Yeah. And probably comfort eating in a sense from being stressed, trying to just calm down and relax from the day. So your job that you're working from home, do you get breaks? I do, but I find like even when I do have like a lunch, I'm like eating and still working. Last week, I took a couple of days and I did some like Pilates during the day. I had to like set an alarm. Otherwise, it would not happen. So I was able to get in like 20 minutes, a couple of days. I would say like half of the week I work from my own house. The other half of the week I work from my parents' house. They provide child care for us half the week. And so the two days that I'm working from home, I have started walking in the morning before I log on, sometimes with the kids and my husband, sometimes without. But I, I am just trying to move more because I'm like, this sitting all day, like, this is not good. Yeah. And, you know, when we're just not even moving much, our metabolism lowers. So we're burning less calories. And then it just sort of adds up, too. So I think that's great. It sounds like you're making a couple shifts. So you're starting to add some walking in, starting to do a little bit of Pilates and get exercise in. So I think that's great. And then how do you feel about trying to intentionally get a luncheon or get a meal so that you're not snacking? And then the other thing will be thinking about that dinner piece, because if we wait, a lot of people who skip dinner or sometimes even skip breakfast, they make up for it later in the day and overeat. So really trying to think about these meals and how you can be more intentional. So what do you think about that? I mean, I think that would be great for me. I think it would also force me to step away from the computer for a little bit, which I feel like I need. And, you know, there's some days I'm like, I can hear myself like, you need to get up, move away, go grab some water or something. But then I still work. So I don't know why I don't move. Yeah. And so what would happen if you... If you're hearing your inner self is really telling you you need this and you're ignoring it, you're telling it no, what do you think would happen in those moments if you did walk away from work and got lunch or drank enough so you could go to the bathroom? <laughs> right. Sometimes I'm up against a deadline and you know, I'm in a groove or especially in the days when I'm at my parents' house, my dad is really wanting to take care of it. He does a really good job of like just kind of keeping them away from me. So it's also like, focus, get this done because, you know, like you only have them for so long. And so I'm just always just trying to squeeze it in. But I'm like, you know, no matter what I do, there's always more work to do. <laughs> I don't know why I just won't allow myself to take those, like, even if it's 20 minutes, I'm trying to tell myself, like, you can walk for 15 minutes. Like, I don't know why I just can't pull myself away. That's why I started setting an alarm for myself last week. Yeah. I'm like, otherwise I will not do it. So... And when you have stopped and done Pilates, how did that feel? I mean, it felt good. It felt like, wow, you did something like actually for yourself. Like I find that 
I don't do anything for myself. I do everything for my kids or just trying to make sure that everything is great with them. Like I make sure my daughter gets an exercise. I think that in general, that's the season I'm in where I'm like, I just don't do anything for myself. And I'm trying to just, you know, like be more intentional about that. So, yeah, I think that's great. And I mean, that's so common. I always say, you know, a lot of people who work with me, I always hear I've been putting myself on the back burner and it gets so easy to do because we can ignore some of the stuff going on with our health. We can skip meals. We can eat sugar and we don't quite, nothing really happens. We feel more stressed. We may not feel great, but nothing really happens. And it really takes a long time to catch up. So I think just making that shift of like, first you're recognizing I'm not doing anything for myself. And that's going to keep wearing at you and you're not going to be able to work as well. You're not going to be able to be the mom that you want to be when you keep putting yourself on that back burner. So first, I think that's great that you're recognizing that. And then it's like, what are these steps I can do intentionally each day that feel doable? How do you feel about each day taking 20 minutes, setting that alarm? And that's either to exercise, to eat your lunch, whatever it needs to do. Do you think you could commit to 20 minutes during your workday to stop for yourself? I mean, I in theory, yes. I just, I hope I can do it in practice. I don't know if you have any tips to, like, you know, because I've tried in the past and I don't know why I'm, I can just ignore it. And so the other thing to think about is when you stopped and you did that Pilates, you said you felt better. And sometimes when we actually stop and take that break or we eat or we move or we do whatever we need to, we actually come back and can work better and can think clear more clearly and get things a little faster instead of when we start to feel that hangry, then we're getting annoyed. We can't think as clearly. We can't do our work. So one thing that might be able to help is really getting that strong motivation, that strong, why am I doing this? Because if you're not really connected, like the 20 minutes isn't worth it. Like this isn't going to do anything. You're not going to do it. So what do you think would be that sort of stronger motivation, that stronger reason that you can build up? I mean, you know, I, I want to be healthier. I wake up, I have in so much back pain. I feel stiff. I want to just feel that. We took a long walk today and I'm like, my back's killing me. And I'm like, okay, you're 41. You should be able to take this walk without pain. When I'm out there and I am walking and I'm uncomfortable because I'm just, you know, out of shape and just think that will help. I don't think I mentioned it, but like the job that I do, I'm supposed to like maintain a certain weight and I am way above that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like I am not there. And I find that that's just stressing me out even more. Honestly, it just makes me want to eat because I'm like, I'm just, I don't know what to do. But but I think more importantly, like just thinking about getting healthier so I can feel better. And, you know, especially with my daughter, my son is really too young to understand, but I want to set a good example for her. I want physical activity to be just like a normal thing. My husband is like naturally athletic and we used to jog together and I'd be like, I hate this. And, you know. But as I've gotten older, I don't have to jog. If I don't like jogging, I don't need to do that. Yeah. He disagrees with that. But I'm like, I don't want to do things I don't like. <laughs> but also just like mental, like for my mental like sanity, I feel like when I go for my walks, I just feel better. And I'm like, you can't do an hour. Still go out there and do the 15 minutes. Like you're still going to feel better. Absolutely. I do not like to run. I used to run in college. Then I had a child. And then it was like really hard to run after that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> So I haven't run. Yeah. I like walking. I like riding bikes. I like doing other things. 
And definitely you can do short stuff. After I had my third child, it was really hard. And like you, I was putting myself on the back burner. And I remember going up a flight of stairs, being completely out of breath and like, I am way too young for this. I don't want this. And going up a flight of stairs doesn't take long. I don't need to work out for long. So I started with 10-minute workouts. So really just starting small with what you can stay consistent with. And I think, I don't know if you like to journal or deep breathing, but I think taking some time and writing down some of these things you just told me, like, I want better health. I want to be healthier. I want to be pain-free. I don't want to be so stiff in the morning. I want to set an example for my kids and really envisioning what that looks like. So when you start to visualize things, your brain is already thinking it's true. So you're already getting those pathways built up in your brain. So you could, as you're laying in bed, as you're waking up in the morning, is start visualizing like, what would that look like? What does it look like to walk and my back not hurt? What does it look like for my daughter 10 years from now when I've taught her by example? Does that mean we're out maybe walking together as a family, having fun? I can chase after her. And really starting to visualize, like, what is this going to look like if I take care of myself? How does that sound to you? Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. I mean, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I've started doing that, like, in other areas, like, other things that I'm doing, like, creative endeavors. But I have not, I have not thought about doing that just for my health, which I really should. So, yeah, it aligns well. Yeah. So you already gave me, you know, you have at least five. I'm sure you probably have more in your mind. So you might need to write them down. And really, sometimes if you can come up with one picture in your mind or one scene, what that would look like, and just going back to that frequently, reminding yourself that you really want this. I can stop and do 20 minutes. It's a choice I'm making. And if I choose not to do that, it's a choice I'm making and I'm not choosing myself. And it, is that in alignment with what I want? And it's not because you want to be healthier. And, you know, the 20 minutes and I think the whole thing and always what I teach everybody is to keep it doable, keep it small. So starting with those small things in exercise or movement, thinking about what is the one thing I can do this next month in my nutrition? Is that to add good things in? Or is that to say like, hey, I'm only going to have three sweets this week. You know, some people do better with let's add the healthy stuff in. Some people do better with setting parameters around sweets and different things like that. So really figuring that out. Is there any one thing that comes to mind nutrition-wise that you could work on that would feel doable, that feels like you could do that? I mean, it's something I struggle with is like snacking. Honestly, I think it started when I had my second child and I was like up late at night nursing and just up all night. And then I was like grabbing things to kind of like, I'm just going to grab these cookies or something, you know, and now it's like a habit. Like I've noticed once the kids go to sleep and I can like take a breath, everyone's had a bath and everyone is down and it's quiet and it's peaceful. Then I'm like, oh, it's my time. And I can actually enjoy something without having to share it or, or, you know, and then, but that's, I find that I'm like eating a lot of like things that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, a year ago, I would have been like, are you crazy? Why are you eating that? And now I'm like, I think I eat it without even a second thought. No, no. Like, I never thought about just kind of maybe like adding healthier things in. I'm like, maybe I could, if I'm going to snacks and I'm going to have that time, maybe I can make the snacks a little 
bit better. <laughs> what can you snack on that feels sort of indulgent or feels sort of like a reward for just like making it through the day? Because I feel like every day it's like, oh my gosh, so much. Yeah. And I think one thing to keep in mind is like making sure you're eating enough so that you're not hungry at night. So that's one thing to think about. And then the other idea is what do you actually need at the end of the day? Do you actually need some sweets and sugar? And also that idea of rewarding ourselves with food. So mm -hmm. if we're constantly rewarding ourselves with food, we're sort of stuck in that habit. But I would think for you, and it might be something to think about more, is like, what do you actually need at night? Like, what's actually going to make you feel better? Because food does temporarily make you feel better. You get a rush of dopamine. It releases chemicals. But it's pretty short-lived and it doesn't fix anything. So maybe for you, is that like, I need to do some deep breathing or like a stretching yoga or journal? Or if you have creative endeavors, do I need to like, is that something fun to do at the end of the day? Does anything come to mind of what you actually need? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I could always do some more stretching. Like the more stretching I do, the better I feel. So for sure, I could do that. I do use the end of the day to work on some of my other creative things, but I find that I do it while snacking. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I probably could do it without it. I mean, I feel like at some point it's just become like a routine. Like I do it without even thinking about it. Yeah. And if you're not really hungry, then you don't need it. It's just like getting over that hump because your your brain's in that loop to like, okay, like it's going to take a, it's going to take quite a bit of thought to say like, hey, I'm going to do something else here. But once you start doing that and giving your body what it actually needs and sticking with that for a few weeks, then you're going to see that you feel better, that hopefully your stress is coming down and you're actually relieving your stress, not just temporarily suppressing it with sugar. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's definitely what's happening for sure. Okay. Well, perfect. All right. Well, we talked about a lot today and I know I could probably keep talking to you for another 30 minutes or an hour, <laughs> but I think you got that next starting place. And remember, just keep the idea of keeping it small, but staying consistent and starting to keep that motivation, keep that bigger why in your mind, thinking about it every day so that you do have that motivation to not snack at night, do what you actually need. So you have that motivation to stop and take a 20 minute break because you are worthy of a 20 minute break during the day from work. You deserve that. Any questions before we hop off? No, this has been really helpful. Thank you so much. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and could relate to Maya. I know that I definitely can. It gets easy to put ourselves on the back burner. So I encourage you guys to take that next step forward in your health. And if you feel called, join my Healthy for Life membership where you can get live coaching just like this each week so that you can move forward in your health. Use the code podcast to save 50% off your first month. And this is just for my podcast listeners. So hope you all have a great day.